Calling all Swifties and champions of change, Like a Girl Media is rolling out the red carpet for you with our Thrive Like a Girl contest. We're all about celebrating powerful women leaders who inspire us to dream big and push boundaries. And who embodies that spirit more than Taylor Swift herself? Here's your chance to see her live in concert. We're giving away two tickets to Taylor Swift's show in London on Saturday, June 22nd. Imagine being part of the magic, all thanks to Like a Girl Media. Entering is easy. Subscribe, share, and show us which episodes inspired you the most. Visit our website or check our social media for all the details. Don't just dream it, be it. Thrive like a girl and make this summer unforgettable. Contest opens globally. Voidware prohibited. Must be 18 or older to enter. No purchase necessary. Subscribe and share with hashtag thrive like a girl and tag us at like a girl underscore media for entry. Unlimited entries means unlimited chances. Winner chosen at random after contest closes May 20th, 2024. We'll be notified via DM. Make sure your profiles are not private. Check full rules on our site. This is your shot to see Taylor Swift live. Don't miss it. Support for this episode is brought to you by Chirpy Bird Health IT Consulting. The 2020 MIPS Manual is out now on Amazon, and it's a great resource for practice administrators and clinicians who need to keep up with the changing healthcare laws. Welcome to the Hit Like a Girl podcast, where with each episode, we hear from different women experts in the health IT industry. We like to hear about what makes them tick, how they overcome challenges, work they're proud of, advice they would give to other women in health IT, and much more. I'm Joy Rios. And I'm Robin Roberts. Today, we're talking with Dr. Leslie Meserve. She's the Chief Medical Officer at Curie MD. We talked with her about her career path and her passion in supporting women as they age. We learned so much from this conversation with her and think you will too. So let's get started. Thank you for taking the time with us today. We are excited to get to know more about you. We liken healthcare and health IT to a really complicated thousand piece puzzle and are excited to hear more about each individual's piece of that puzzle. So if you could please take a moment to introduce yourself and kind of your your piece of the healthcare or health IT puzzle, we'd love to hear about it. Sure. So I'm Dr. Leslie Meserve. I'm a board certified internist. I'm also a certified menopause practitioner, certified by the North American Menopause Society and a member of the American Academy of Anti-Aging. I'm the co-founder of and chief medical officer for our company, which is called Curie MD. And we are a healthcare platform designed to help women in midlife get expert consultation for managing their perimenopausal and menopausal symptoms and providing home delivery of bioidentical FDA-approved medications when appropriate for their, to uh, help with their symptoms. And so I became interested in this. I'm 45 years old, and I've been growing older with my patients and watching their symptoms develop as they get older and have kind of self-taught in the realm of perimenopause and menopause. And as I was doing that, I was noticing that my mom was actually experiencing a lot of the menopausal symptoms and was having a terribly difficult time finding a physician who would help her with her symptoms. And I wasn't, I, I'm not, it's not appropriate for me to treat my own mother. So I 
worked with some of her physicians where she lives and we still couldn't get her feeling better. Her quality of life was extremely adversely affected by her menopausal symptoms. And so I ended up having to have her see a physician near where I am in Newport Beach, California. And we were finally able to get her symptoms under control and she's doing so much better. So just watching her quality of life improve dramatically with hormone replacement therapy or hormone therapy as we call it now. And then also being able to treat my own patients has just developed, helped encourage a love of this specialty for me. In my own practice, I have a a brick and mortar practice here at Newport Beach and I serve many women here in our community, but it's limited geographically. And so I really wanted to be able to help educate women and also provide them with the access to healthcare providers. And the way to do that is with technology. And so I paired up with joined up with some friends that I've met through other friends who have expertise in business development and information technology. And we've been able to grow this business and are hoping to be able to be able to serve women all across the country with what I just mentioned, which is both education and providing them with the resources that they need. Can we take a little bit of a step back, Dr. Meserve? Can you talk to us about your path into medicine and maybe even all the way through to the specialty and the expertise of field you're in now, helping these women this stage of life and being able to serve patients in this regard with that technology? Where did it begin for you? I grew up in Charleston, South Carolina, and did my training there at the Medical University of South Carolina, came out to UCLA and did my residency out here and then established a traditional primary care practice here in Newport Beach. And what's interesting is that because I'm an internist, I end up treating men and women of all ages, and I see the repercussions of women who haven't been offered the opportunity to consider the proper treatment during their menopausal timeframe. So there's a window of time where it's appropriate, most appropriate, most beneficial for women to be receiving hormone replacement therapy. And so I have, for my entire career, taken care of women who have heart disease and bone loss. I treat osteoporosis. I treat Alzheimer's dementia. I see the repercussions of not being offered this treatment that I believe, and I believe studies support the fact that hormone therapy lowers the risks of these very, very life-altering and life-threatening is a strong word, but I mean, heart disease certainly is life-threatening, but it's hormone replacement therapy does lower the incidence of these disorders. And so because of that perspective, you know, I'm not an OBGYN. I don't haven't, I don't just see women and I don't just see women of reproductive age. I see women across all ages and treat all of their problems as they grow older. And so you know, I, looking back at what is the root cause of some of their illnesses led me back to noticing that most of these illnesses start to occur around age 50. You notice that the heart disease incidence in women starts to rise dramatically after menopause. And that's because estrogen is a wonderful kind of fertilizer and health promoter within the vasculature. And when we lose estrogen, we notice that heart disease incidence starts to go up. So I think my background as a primary care physician is a little bit unique in that, you know, I do treat the whole person and the whole person, I believe, has the opportunity to stay 
healthier if they're given the opportunity to at least explore the option of, of estrogen therapy, hormone therapy. Can you tell us a little bit more about the company or the organization that you're working with, CurieMD? What is it that you guys focus on? Our mission really is to be able to educate women using a telemedicine platform. We want to be able to change the narrative around menopause. We know that menopause is a, a stage of womanhood that has long been ignored or misrepresented, misrepresented. And when it is discussed, it's typically exaggerated or stereotyped and false. And we want to be able to empower women in midlife to take charge of their health and their vitality and to live the best lives that they can live. And that's the goal of what we do. And up until now, telemedicine has largely been episodic. Telehealth companies typically treat entities like a cold or a bladder infection or a rash, kind of one-time events. And what CurieMD provides is ongoing support through longitudinal care throughout their menopausal experience. And so our goal is to be able to develop a community and to develop relationships among patients and their healthcare providers that help them through this stage of life so that they can have their, their needs addressed and any side effects addressed, adjust medications as needed, but that all requires a relationship and that ongoing communication. And so that's our goal is to be able to provide that for patients on a large scale. So Dr. Mizer, let's talk about this because Joy and I have met with a lot of femtech technology people and other people in medicine that talk about really how women, especially over years and decades, centuries, really, we normalize a lot of what goes on with our bodies, mm -hmm. and especially over just kind of the, the timeline of, of, of aging and what goes on. Can you help us kind of dispel maybe what people typically think of as normal and what's going on and maybe where CurieMD might beg to differ? And of course, this is all evidence-based, right? Like yeah. we, we just think like we're going to have hormonal belly, right? We're going to get older. We're not going to feel good. The libido may be lost. Talk to us about kind of those things that are normalized and how Curie is trying to kind of write that narrative with data, with technology and that ongoing relationship to make to improve women's health. Yes, I do think it's a, a subtext that women read throughout their lives that they just need to tough it out. Any of their symptoms, I think, are, yes, underestimated, undervalued, and I want women to know that anything that's happening with their bodies, they can trust. I think women also kind of learn that they distrust their bodies sometimes. And I want them to trust their bodies. And if they're going through symptoms of menopause and they're having hot flashes and night sweats and insomnia, just because they've seen someone else, quote, tough it out, doesn't mean that they have to. And if they are experiencing those symptoms, I want them to, be, to, to advocate for themselves and have someone to advocate to, like who can they talk to, who can they go to as that resource to help them with that symptom. So for example, you know, again, hot flashes, night sweats, of course, you're not going to die from a hot flash or a night sweat, but if it's affecting your quality of life and your sleep, then it's going to have downstream effects. So if you have five years of insomnia, there's no way that that's not going to affect your overall health in the long term. 
So one night of sleeplessness is not a big deal, of course, but a year of insomnia or five years of insomnia, that's your body saying, help me. (laughs) And I want them to have the ability and the knowledge and the resources to be able to treat that. It doesn't have to be hormone therapy, but there are lots of things that a physician or healthcare provider can work through with them. So the symptoms of menopause, yes, every woman, if she's lucky enough to make it past 51, which is the average age of menopause, is going to go through this experience. And so I don't understand why we don't talk about it more, why women don't share information with each other more. There's some level of shame that's involved with this time frame of life. And our goal is to use technology to just sort of get it in front of women's faces and get it in front of them and say, yes, it's normal, but it doesn't mean you have to suffer through it. You know, you can, there are things that you can do. So I think talking about it more is part of the solution. Providing the resources is certainly part of the solution. And my goal is for women to not muddle through life. I want them to get to 50, 51, 52 and realize that this is the next chapter of my life. And I want it to be even better than the first chapter. And the way that I do that is by maintaining my health. I have to sleep. I have to feel comfortable in my body. I have to exercise. I have to eat right. And so that focus on health, you know, in your 30s, you can get by with, you have a lot of leeway for not exercising and not taking as good of care of yourself. But after 50, that focus has to be there. That emphasis on health has got to be a huge priority. And Women in their 50s are often still taking care of children, sometimes taking care of their parents. They've got busy careers. And we want women to be able to feel that they can prioritize their health without having to take too much time away from their work or their families or their daily lives. And when they discuss menopausal treatment virtually, I want them to understand that it's really not that different from an in-person visit. We can make sure that we practice the standard of care. We can obtain their records from their facilities, lab facilities, and imaging centers that they've been to. You know, we try to practice medicine exactly the same way as we do in an in-person brick-and-mortar office consultation. So I think that education is a huge part of this and and access to resources is the other part of this. Hey guys, sorry to interrupt, but we wanted to let you know about a way you can support Hit Like a Girl podcast directly. We've partnered with patreon.com, that's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com, as a way for us to connect with our listeners and fans in a direct way and ask them to support us so we can continue creating more great content like this episode you're listening to. Patreon.com is not so much of a one-time contribution, but more like a subscription to provide support to independent creators like us. Patrons who pledge even just $2 a month give us the stability we need to continue producing podcast episodes. In return for your patronage, we're offering virtual high fives, personalized thank you notes, and even shout outs on our episodes. When you become a patron of Hit Like a Girl podcast, you're supporting our channel directly, so we won't be making podcast episodes for some viral audience or for ads. We're making them for you, our listeners. This allows us to focus on topics related to women, healthcare, and technology. With your support on patreon.com, We're able to spend that time having meaningful conversations and doing more great work that can positively impact the lives of other women in healthcare and tech. So join us on patreon.com and let's make something amazing together. 
So knowing what you know, if somebody's of the age that they're starting to, you know, their body is starting to feel different, what would you recommend? What should be their first call or the first thing that they're Googling or if they're they're looking for ways to find some sort of resolution to what's going on within their body, where should they go? Well, I... I think that our website has a lot of great resources on there. Our blog is evidence-based. Every one of our posts has citations from upstanding journals. We look at all of the data and try to compile it and present it in a way that is easy to understand. The North American Menopause Society is also a tremendous resource for women. This is a an organization of researchers and experts, psychologists, physicians, nurse practitioners that get together on a regular basis to come up with guidelines and, again, collate the data so that it's understandable. And I think spending some time on those two resources is a good place to start. And then talking to their healthcare provider. I will say that, you know, unfortunately... Many healthcare providers either aren't knowledgeable about menopause and the treatments for menopause, they don't feel comfortable talking about it, and they don't have time, frankly, to talk about it. You know, the average physician visit is, what, 9 to 12 minutes? And in that time, an OBGYN is going to have to examine the patient, perhaps do a pap smear, you know, make sure that their vaccines are up to date, order labs, and then, oh, by the way, you've got menopausal symptoms. Okay, you get exactly 37 seconds to talk about that. And so, you know, I think that um, talking to their physicians is part of it, but if they're not getting answers from their physicians, they need to look elsewhere. They need to find a certified menopause practitioner. It's references on the North American Menopause Society's website or just keep looking until they find someone. And QRMD is hoping to be part of that answer. I have to tell you, and Joy can attest to this, I was having some troubles. I'm 40 years old, but I was having some challenges with weight gain, sleeplessness, and other things. And there was a great many things at play in my life. But I went to my PCP, <laughs> who was phenomenal. Yeah. And they did some workup and whatever, and she listened. It was good. Really no answers. GYN, same thing. And Joy can attest to this. I've talked about this. And just recently, last week, I met an internal med doc who kind of specializes in a similar space, endocrine and other things, who just, I fell in love with him because he explained things. He's put together parts and pieces of things. And even just in the last couple of weeks, I've slowly started to feel better. And I told her that my biggest thing was, I'm so glad I didn't stop looking for the right person in your right, Mm -hmm. the specialists that have this information that can help understand this, and that is their dedicated time and space, is so critically important. And I was just feeling the biggest sense of relief, even at my first visit, nothing happened. There was no lab draw yet because the lab wasn't open. I hadn't done anything. I was just like elated that I met somebody with the right knowledge. So I think your message Mm -hmm. about finding the right person, and if it's CurieMD, great. And you guys have online assessments and tools people can get started and just browse specific reputable information for free. I think that message about not giving up and not settling is so important. It is. Because otherwise, I just would have went along with things. And honestly, like, just you have to find the right person. So I'm so glad to know that you guys exist in this critical space. 
Yeah. You have to fight for it. It doesn't come easy for women. And nothing comes easy for women, unfortunately. Our bodies are extremely complicated. And once we figure out one thing, our bodies switch on to something else. Our hormonal <laughs> milieu is constantly changing. And so it's a moving target. But I just, I don't want women to give up. I want them to keep looking. I want them to demand the best for their health. I love that. So considering our our next question, which goes into like, what is it that you'd like to see for the future? If we could take away any kind of barriers, any challenges, if you had a magic wand and you could wave it, what problem in healthcare or health IT would you solve and why? Oh my gosh, that's an easy one. I would magically allow for complete access to patients' healthcare data for providers involved in their care easy access to their medical records. Obviously, there needs to be consent. It needs to be HIPAA compliant. But that is one of the biggest challenges that I experience as a, a physician in my brick-and-mortar office and certainly as, my, as a physician in our Curie MD practice, our telehealth practice. It is so much better for patient care if the physician has the full picture in front of her. Healthcare providers have to have this access and you know, half of patients' data is digital, half is not. It's extremely difficult to get to it. And when we do get it, sometimes it's incomplete. So that was where I would wave my magic wand and allow for better patient care by better access to all records. Yeah, absolutely. I know we hear this from a lot of people, and I would imagine especially practicing remotely, not just now and for CurieMD, but other physicians, they're, they're feeling that pain now more than ever with the, the pervasive nature of telehealth during the pandemic. But I would imagine it would help you paint a picture of clinically what's going on with the patient a lot faster because I think even the best intentioned patients, you know, forget things or don't yeah. have, you know, all the parts and pieces of, of everything you need or maybe there was a lab run, right. whether it's something simple or not. So that's right. Dr. Nazareth, right. in, you know, clinically, of course, you're keeping up as a physician and in your specialty in space, health IT, and all of your leadership roles. How the heck do you keep a pulse things in an industry that changes daily, if not hourly, sometimes? <laughs> an amazing team. I have an amazing team that I work with. We are constantly reading and on blogs and receiving updates from every which way, from FDA, the CDC, legal entities because yes you're right it is a it is insanely difficult to keep up with what is happening especially during this covid-19 pandemic but i think that a lot of the changes that are happening at least in the healthcare industry will be for good i think that allowing payers to or encouraging payers to cover telehealth visits is so crucial to the our, the future of modern medicine. And I just hope that that will persist way past this pandemic. I think the pandemic jump-started it, but I sure hope that it, it continues. So it's, it's a team effort for us to stay up to date on all of the different aspects that we have to, to keep this kind of company running. You know, we're trying to integrate our electronic health record, a patient portal, HIPAA video, HIPAA compliant video consults, e-prescribing, pharmacy integration, all the legalities of running a, a telehealth company. So all of those things, yes, we have to make sure that we're following all, all guidelines, all 
restrictions and, and legal clauses that are, are, are out there. So it's a, definitely, it's a team effort. Wonderful. Well, if people want to reach out to you or work with you or find you even on, on, are you on social media? Is there a way that people could potentially either get in touch with you personally or professionally? We can be reached on Instagram at curie.md or on our website, which is curiemd.com, which is C-U-R-I-E, M as in Mary, D as in dog.com, curiemd.com. Those are the two places. Got it. Thank you so much for sharing with us. We really appreciate your time. Of course. Thank you very much. And I hope you have a great day. And thank you for listening to the Hit Like a Girl podcast. If you want to know more about us or this guest, check out our website at hitlikeagirlpod.com. While you're at it, if you found value in this episode, we'd appreciate a ratings on iTunes or simply tell a friend. You can also connect with us on Twitter or Instagram at the handle hitlikeagirlpod. Thanks again. See you soon. Thank you to Chirpy Bird Health IT Consulting. You can find out more about them at www.chirpybirdinc.com.